Not-So-Fantasy Football, a loser's guide to FBL with Rob and Yanis. Hello and welcome to Not-So-Fantasy Football on Uzo Radio. Here we have Yanis and Rob. How you doing, man? I'm fine. I'm fine. It's a very strange week. Yeah. And uh, we've in in all sort of in all areas. One of which is definitely mm-hmm. FBL fatigue. But is hitting in, isn't it? It is. I think it is. And especially because we have this blank game week, which is so I wouldn't say boring, but you don't know what to expect. I think boring. And it's really exactly the right word for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but. I think the mo- the biggest problem is that you're not looking forward to it. No. It's not something that you want. You're excited. It could have been two matches only, but two nice ones, you know, yeah. that you would back up all your good assets. Now you don't even know. I mean, you, you we're captaining Kane and it's so easy to blank for him to blank and and Villa winning. It's mad. It's it's really mad. It's really mad. It's the worst possible four fixtures that you could put in in this game week the only the only one stat i've come across uh that i like the look of that i really shouldn't like the look of but it's in the one game that i also like the look of and that is brighton newcastle and that is the brighton overall for expected goals conceded let me get this right uh third Third, yeah i was uh, thinking first in the table first in the table So they uh, had the lowest number of expected goals conceded in the entire league. So that's lower than City, Chelsea. So people shouldn't be scoring against them anywhere near as much as they are. And they are third in the league for expected goals to be scored. So the quality of chances they're creating are the third best in the league. And this is a team that currently sits in mm, 17th, 18th. This is a stat from Big Man Bakar from uh, FPL Wire. And yeah, it's, it's an amazing stat. It's absolutely astonishing. And in terms of this game week, that is the only fixture that I feel we can have any sense of togetherness on in terms of, I think Brighton should win it. Maybe one nil. Yes. Maybe they should maybe all get a clean sheet. Yeah. But it's, I mean, Villa was winning until 93rd minute against Newcastle. Indeed. And they just conceded. Indeed. So imagine... Brighton being 2-0 ahead, how difficult would it be just for them to concede one goal the injury time? Yeah. And second and most important, are you planning on taking a hit? Or I mean, those those transfers are quite valuable. Exactly. For a player <laughs> who's gonna play just one fixture because then they're playing Man United. And Arsenal so and does it really is it really worth it? Brighton's next uh Three are so Newcastle, Man United, Everton, Chelsea. Okay, not Arsenal. Ars- and then they've got West Ham, Man United, Ars- Man City, Arsenal as the last three. And in the middle, they've got Sheffield, Leeds, Wolves. So they've got three potentially nice fixtures. But Leeds is a nice fix. No. They have one of the most difficult runs for the next nine games. Post-Nick. So the, because I, I, I was telling you originally, my plan was spring dunk. But I'm thinking, okay... I can bring him now and then, of course, bench him for the Man United fixture, which is not a big problem because I will have players who didn't play 
mm-hmm. this game week who are ready to play in in game week 30, yeah. which is kind of okay. I still got Reguillon, maybe, or no, uh, sorry, I, I've got Dina who's playing Crystal Palace. Yeah, I've got uh, Diaz who's playing Leicester. Not mm-hmm. ideal, but I can afford having a player on my bench in game week 30. Yeah. But in the same time, why not get Dallas, who possibly, I mean, might not keep a clean sheet against Fulham. It's yeah. quite possible, but not improbable. And then play Sheffield United. Again, I can't guarantee a clean sheet. But in those two fixtures, who tells us he doesn't get an assist yeah. in, in, in games that they... They go crazy and you lose all clean sheets, but still yeah. you've got a defender with an assist. And I don't think I want to transfer two defenders for this week. Yeah, that's that's my that, problem as well. You know, I've actually, I think I've got four defenders ready for this week already. So no, three, because John Stones is there. I've, I've only got two. So I've got Stones Keen not playing, uh, Adarabi Oyo, Reguillon and Dallas. So I've got three and a, and a keeper. And I really don't want to focus any of my transfers on a defender. The best one would be a Brighton asset. And they would stay on the bench next week and Keenan Stones would come in because they've got slightly better fixtures. But Stones is still playing Leicester. Um, so If he's playing. Yeah, and then Keenan's got <laughs> Crystal Palace. So, you know, I could comfortably get away with... Uh, you know, Palace, Newcastle, and uh, Villa. Yeah, four defenders. Because you have week. yeah, Keane, Reguillon, Adaraba Yoyo, and um, Dallas. Who was the fourth? And Dallas. Dallas yeah. yeah. So I don't need someone for next week, but I would much rather not tra- not focus on taking hits for even though it's the the one team that I think might get a clean sheet. I'm not going to take a hit to get one of their players in. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. So, yeah. Uh, and similar situation happens in, in midfield, uh, especially because of the Son doubt, which, in my opinion, it's not a doubt. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's playing. No. He's naturally in my team. He's there. But I'm not, uh, because I, <laughs> I have no one else, Yeah, I'm not selling him because he might be available for game week 30 after the international break, I think. I think he's going to be fine. And I, I would really love him on an away game in Newcastle. Yeah, I sadly agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, so my active players are Rafinha Suchek, uh, which is not bad. It's it's okay. Yeah, yeah. It's just not enough. Because then I've got Gundogan and Fernandez on my bench. Yeah, I mean, not even benched, but, you know. But, uh, on the pitch. So yeah. my thought is, I prefer to sell Gundogan because he's playing Leicester next week mm-hmm. uh, because Fernandez is playing Brighton. So I think I prefer that picture. Yeah. And I've earned much more value in his price rather than uh, Gundogan mm-hmm. than transferring out Calvert-Lewin and getting an attacker. Because again, attackers, I've got, I've got Kane Bamford. So the choices are quite limited. Yeah. It's Antonio. It's Watkins. I think that's it. I mean, yeah. would you go for Mope or Lacazette? Definitely. Definitely. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's a bit limited. So you know who I, I would think I prefer. You know who I would win. punt on, and who I might end up punting on in uh, in well, wildcard battles. 
Joe Joe Ellington. I'm just giving controversial. Joe Ellington, yes. I'm giving like complete yeah. <laughs> complete backwards data here, but I agree. I agree, and he's good in away games. He's terrible in the bot, but you just know that he's definitely. If if you predict a clean sheet, someone like Joe Joe Ellington will come and take that clean sheet away. Do you know what I mean? And ruin it. Someone like that guy will ruin Not it. Not Lachelle's. Not Lachelle's. No. Oh, man. Okay. This He's is, done it a I've couple of times now. So No confidence in this game week at all in any way, shape or form. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a very possible below 20 average. Yeah. I feel. Indeed. In, so, so, yeah, I, because I was saying that I, I'm not going to buy an attacker because I like covered low in against Crystal Palace. Mm-hmm. Uh, more than I like Antonio against Arsenal and Wolves. Yeah. And more than I like Watkins against Tottenham and Fulham. Yeah. Uh, because I prefer to get a midfielder instead of Gundogan. Yeah. Now, that's not an easy choice as well, because, of course, you don't have unlimited... But I wouldn't go for um, Obama Young even if I had a limited budget. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but my choice would be somewhere between a real punt, which would be um, El Ghazi, okay. especially if if Grealish does not play. Yeah, definitely. Trying to wait until the last moment, yeah. because if he doesn't play, El Ghazi on the left side. My goodness, can you imagine how many long shots he's going to be shooting from any? Yeah, place of in the, there's a massive the hole pitch. behind when when Tottenham play like that. There's a massive hole behind Tangi and Dombele, uh, because Pierre Hoiberg, I mean, Hoiberg doesn't come across to you know, he can't cover both sides, and yeah, uh, it's it's not two sitting midfielders. And Dombele wants to get forward, he doesn't want to be doing that defensive work, so that means there's a massive hole, which means Doherty and Bale are defending, and that's an absolute recipe for chaos. I mean, even even if it's not Bale and it's Lucas, because yeah. Bale might be playing on the left. True. Because of Son being away. Um, still, I think that the player who's going to play on the left for Aston Villa yeah. has a really good uh, potential in, in this in this picture. So that's and and the other choice of Lingard. I mean, it must be a joke that we're seriously considering having him, but he's in great form. And they're playing Arsenal. Why not? So I would prefer set pieces, someone yep. from set pieces, but I don't want to get a defender from West Ham. No, exactly. So I've got Suchik for that. My my two transfers in on top of the one I've already made this game week. Yes, I made my early transfer and I'm very upset about that. Um but yeah, on top of on Naughty, top of Rob, Naughty. having on top of Bale, I'm gonna take a hit and I've come to the decision that I'm getting Lingard in for Sterling and I'm pretty sure it's uh, Fernandez out and uh, Rafinha in. You've already got Rafinha but I see Rafinha oh, for me is, yes. is one of those that I really need to protect myself against because although I don't yeah. know what's going on with Leeds and you know the first podcast we did we predicted that Leeds would die off towards the end of the season and if you look at their stats we're very much seeing a change in how Leeds play um, that game against Fulham could be anything. You know, Parker could go out trying to win it and leave holes. I don't think he will because he's a, he seems to be a very good manager. But I think, yeah, Rafinha, for me, I just need to have for the time being. Specifically, 
for the Sheffield United match. That's yeah. that's the main reason why I'm getting him because Sheffield United look bad, and you know the coach has got two weeks to try and prepare them for this Leeds match, but still. You know, Leicester City are one of the best teams in the league. It's, you know, in league position and in the way they play, they're a great team. So Sheffield United did get ripped apart by a good team, but Leeds are also, they've also a team that's got that ability to do that to Sheffield United. So that's why I want Rafinha. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I mean, this makes it so much easier for me to captain Fernandez next game week. <laughs> so that there's finally kind of a differential between us. Yeah. Oh, we had Kane. Uh, well, I had Sterling and you had uh, Fernandez last week. Yes, you're right. And then you're right. nothing paid off at all because it <laughs> went to ban. Um, uh, but yeah, I agree. But the, the only problem that I have with taking a hit, because I even suggested the WhatsApp was something that a hit yeah. this week is not as bad if you think that the player is going to play. Yeah. Because a minus four is not a minus four. It's actually a minus two. Yeah. Because he's getting... Probably, <laughs> unless you're like Rob. Oh, this is this is hunting on Robinson and me being an absolute um, yeah, I, I, not being a very nice person on the WhatsApp and just literally devil's advocating you like every minute. And you were saying this, and I was coming straight back. So yeah, I said it's not a minus two. It might not be a minus two because you might end up buying someone that gives you minus one, and then you don't even get the two appearance points, and you end up losing a minus five because you've got a minus four on top of them, a minus one. So they're not always... Only if you're that lucky. Exactly. You've got to be a special level of luck to achieve that sort of status, though, really. But but as I said, my problem with with taking a hit is that I've got Carvet-Lewin, Diaz and Fernandez on my bench, Mm -hmm. who I don't want to sell, and uh, and Dina as well against Crystal Palace. Yeah. I mean, you imagine him on the right side right hand side if palace yeah. he's gonna have a party yeah so it's four players that i don't want to sell for next week therefore my two free transfers there you go i so i wouldn't get a, a brighton player and selling one of them for so me, for me it's dallas and um, probably either lingard but now that you said lingard i might go for el ghazi just just as a differential fair yeah, just in, in terms of that, like the teams that I want to target from now until the end of the season are Sheffield United, first and foremost. Newcastle, um, they're, they're playing a lot better, but they're still suffering. So, you know, this is a week by week assessment with terms of Newcastle because they could not, you know, they could turn it on because they do need to because they are down there. So they do need to turn something on to to get out of the relegation places. Uh, and then lastly, yeah, you're right, Crystal Palace. Um, when teams have got Crystal Palace, for me, they're, they're potentially captionable because they you'd normally say Crystal Palace don't fall apart, but they've fallen apart a couple of times this season now. And um, yeah, next week, for me, it's an easy one. It's Kane against Newcastle. Yeah. Good. But so yeah. we actually just did a team reveal. <laughs> Let's just clarify it for everyone. So okay. <laughs> I'm going Martinez in goal because I don't have a second goalkeeper Are you? playing. Yeah, I don't oh, have okay. a, don't have the option. There's a dilemma for me. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, Adarabioyo against Leeds, Reguillon against Villa, Dallas against Fulham, uh, Bale, Villa, uh, Suchek against Arsenal, uh, Rafinha uh, against Fulham and then Lingard against Arsenal and then Kane against Villa and Watkins against Tottenham. 
So that leaves me with a bench of Keen Stones, Gundogan and Calvert-Lewin and Johnson. Um, it doesn't really matter because they're definitely not going to play. But yeah, I do want to keep Gundogan for the long term, for the rest of the season, personally, because I do think that he is going to be that player that when he does play, he's going to get into the box and score goals and get points. Whereas, and also maybe even Stones. I'm, I might switch Stones to Diaz in my wild card, but we'll see. For the time being, Stones for me is just like, there's no point in losing the value on him when if he doesn't play, he's never coming on as a sub. So my yeah. fourth defender will always come in. So I don't see why potentially he might move to Diaz because Diaz is more set. Um, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, so I've gone forwards. I want to end up with a dilemma. Uh, it's Kane and Bamford uh-huh. playing against um, Villa and Fulham. I think that Bamford is going to be okay. That's what Bielsa said, unless yeah. he meant someone else and he mm-hmm. confused the name with someone else like he did with uh, Stroik. <laughs> Yeah, which was a bit misleading. He's also uh, and then the, my, yep. the Liam Cooper is sick again. He's so now he's clarified oh. Liam Cooper is sick, but he might okay. be coming back. But anyway, yeah, keep going. And then it's Rafinha, Suchek, Son, obviously with so many question marks, and um, either El Ghazi or Grealish if he's ready. Yeah, if I if I find out that Grealish is playing. Okay, I'm not that crazy. I'll go for Grealish yeah. instead of Ilkazi. Easy. Same with me. Uh, I think Lingard. Would I've got the Grealish. money. It's right. It's just the amount of money. I mean, unless until tomorrow things change mm-hmm. with prices, but I don't think it, they will. And then defense is target uh, Region playing between themselves. And um, Stones will become. Dallas, mm-hmm. it's the exact price, 5.1, 5.1. Those three, and then I have no idea what to do with goalkeepers. I think I'm going to be, again, untrue to what I promised. <laughs> and I'm going to start with Ariola instead of Martinez. Uh, for some reason, I believe that Martinez might have a really good game, but I think that he's going to concede. I think mm-hmm. that Spurs are going are gonna to score. So... I'm hoping that Ariola, who might not get many saves, because that's not his style. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's ever had more than two points from saves. Yeah. Having more than six, I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, there is a slight chance that he might keep a clean sheet. A bit more than Martinez. So that's my thought for now. Agreed. I really do. I think you'd be right to go with Ariola personally. Um, the two teams... In, that we're talking about, Leeds and Villa, both are suffering similar similar slumps. Villa are really, you know, they don't have their talisman. They've lost a, their right back. They've had a couple more injuries in the squad. Bertrand Traore's out, some things like that. So they are suffering in terms of personnel. Leeds have had a personnel suffer throughout the, the season, really. <clears throat> so specifically if they don't have Bamford, I I don't know if they are going to score. So I think Bamford's back, but Fulham, Fulham's first and foremost since this reshuffle has been to make sure that defensively they are sound. So I think Ariola, their main focus will be to get a clean sheet against Leeds. Villa yeah. are still sort of coming into this slump and they're not quite feeling themselves. So I think it could be a couple of goals for Tottenham. This is obviously... Uh, my Tottenham buyer. I never bet for Tottenham. Whenever I'm, you know, whenever I sort of 
got into sort of Bet365 or William Hill, we're not sponsored by any of those, please be gamble aware. Um, I would never bet on Tottenham because for me, I cannot take the two things apart. I cannot take the rationale yeah. and the um, wanting my team to do well apart and say they're definitely going to win this. So in my head, Tottenham are going to get a couple of goals in this game because Villa aren't playing very well. And I will talk myself into that until I'm blue in the face. So guys, please be careful with my advice around Tottenham. Always, always. Don't trust it, ever. Good. So this is our... Yeah, I think you got good plans. What are you, plans? If Son is proven, if Son is out, you're leaving him. Doesn't matter. He's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. No matter what. Okay. Is he he's staying he's the end out of the for game week twenty nine. I don't think so. No. Okay. I don't think he's saying. I don't think he's saying because I wanna, I wanna spread my assets in the wild card. I I sent you a draft. Um, I want to spread into different teams, and I don't want to have two from two attackers from Tottenham. But you, you don't uh, want him. You do want him for Newcastle. You like your. Yeah, I do want him for Newcastle. Yeah, that's the reason I'm holding on. My thing would be get Bale and have him for both. No, not necessarily. It would be why would you transfer out Gundogan when there's also the chance that you know Son doesn't play for Newcastle? Why wouldn't you keep Gundogan because you've got more value in Gundogan than you have in Son? And no, no, I've, it's for Gundogan. I have just point one. That's oh, it. Fair. Fair. Yeah. yeah. So it's, that's why I'm 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 sacrificing him and Stones as well because in Stones again I've got only point one. Yeah. In Diaz I've got point two. So yeah. that's why I'm. That's the whole reason. Cool. Do you want me to bring up Watch This Battles then? Yes, please. It was a good one this week. Uh, we we both did pretty well. You know, I I think we picked some some decent teams. Um, once again. I think I was saved by my striker. Um, so you had Soyuncu, uh, who got you six points. You also had Mountain Midfield, who got you three points. He got his uh, clean sheet, but he didn't get any anything extra. Yeah. And Morpe, who actually didn't play badly for Brighton, in my opinion, uh, <laughs> got you two points. So it gives you a total of 11. Um, I had Rudiger, who got me six. Bertrand Traore, who got withdrawn halfway through. Well, he got withdrawn before the 60-minute mark um, because he hit the advertising boards and has done some damage to his ribs, um, very sadly. So he got one point. Uh, and then I had I had the joker, didn't I? I had the, the jack in the pack, which was Ian Acho, who was the best scorer <laughs> of the game week. He got 17 points. So that puts me at a total of 24 to your 11. Um, what can you do? But you did win in the week in the actual week. So congratulations. Um, so who that fits back into our, our you know, remit of um, you winning, one winning the actual game, one winning the battles. Exactly. Who are you going to look at for your watch list in game week 29? Mm. It's difficult because there's not many teams to go for. So we're going to end is, up on the same is. players. I think, what was the attackers? Yeah, the, I think it's fine if Forward I go for an, 7. Antonio, 5. right? Good choice. I'll go for Antonio. Yeah. And I, uh, I knew you weren't going for him, so... I'm going to go for... Oh, no. For me, it's Joe Linton or Josh Madger. And I'm going to go for Joe Linton, because why not? Yeah, Joe why Ellington. not? Okay. Midfield, do you want me to go first? Yes, please. So it's a choice between the cheaper Arsenal assets. Uh, Saka who might be back, Smith-Rowe. He's, he's not... Uh, is he back? Well, he... 
I think he's still flagged on the game, but we'll wait and see on the uh, yeah. on the reports in the press conferences tomorrow. But I, he stands a chance of being back. Um, Smith Rowe, I think Odegaard is is in our budget. Five point nine. He's in. He's in. Yeah. yeah. So it would be one of those, or potentially Trossard. Uh, it can't <clears> be Lingard because I'm going for Lingard, uh, and I. I would never go with El Ghazi, so <laughs> that's not true. Um, I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go with Martin Urgard. 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 I think it's Urgard. Is it is that good? Right? There's there's no problem with that because I'm going to go with Lucas Moura. Oh, that's a great pick. I think he's starting. Yeah. I mean, it's quite inevitable, so he might get in the end of uh, you know a good cross or yeah. Yeah, Definitely. that's it. Just trying to look up. So, shall we do it? Shall we count one, two, three and say a defender? Because it's probably going to be the same. <laughs> it's dunk. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can go. I can I can go. Don't worry. Uh, well, I think who else is there to look at in terms of, you know, what other no people one. should be looking at? <laughs> because you... Veltman, I, if ever was be, would be a great choice. But now that they have a problem with Bern, uh, they're probably playing three at the back. So, Veltman is playing left center half so this is he's this not is what as was said in in a lot in of various spots and a lot of <laughs> yeah. a lot of twitter things recently but actually if you look at it they didn't start they they went to three at the back because of the the way the team happened the way it ha- the injury happened there's a brilliant picture of um like some a massive role of tarpaulin being sort of taken <laughs> off the pitch and someone being like rest in peace dan burn um which was very yeah. uh, it's like a anyway, um, but I don't think that would be how Graham Potter would will necessarily start because it, it meant Pascal Gross was playing right back or left back. It was one of the two left back, right, right, left. The, he, no, he's play, He was playing right, and there was the other the the other attacker. Oh yeah, quite new for Who's, us on the Zakiri. Zakiri was yeah. playing on the left. Yeah, so they had. Too They're very attacking this way. They were extremely attacking. But I don't think Graham Potter will set out like that in the next game. I feel like he made that call because you've only got three transfers. He would rather not compromise his plan. And that was the best way to go about it. So I don't think that... Personally, I don't... I wouldn't say Veltman's going to start in that position again. Um, but I might be wrong. We'll so, see. Yeah. Um I'm not going for him anyway, so don't worry. What are you, what's your aim? It's a tough one. Um, is Adarabayoyo tall? Is he tall? I think he's no, tall, yeah. No, I'm going to go for Anderson. I'm going to go for Anderson. Anderson. Because, um, I mean, if Cresswell was allowed, I would go for Cresswell for sure. Yeah. But he's 5.9, so I have to go for a cheaper one. And I am backing on Fulham scoring from... Um, from a free hit and Anderson is very good probably due a return yeah oh, Webster's I mean I hate out. the fact that I have a go- goalkeeper from them and then I'm aiming for the battles list for a clean sheet or a goal from a person who has never scored that's consistency you know um there's also yeah Villa Spurs players that you could go for I reckon Davidson Sanchez is probably in budget yeah, too many uh, there are too many. I've got I've got three already playing. Queen yeah. 
and one in my battle. No, it's fine. It's too yeah, many. Too many. Um, yeah, Arsenal defence. Who's going to play in defence for Arsenal? Lots of people would, you know, banked on holding a couple of game weeks ago, but now it looks like, uh, you know, David Tierney, Luiz, Tierney Gabriel. could be a good choice. But I think but he's too expensive, isn't I he? Can't, I can't have... No, I think he's 5.2 or something. He's fine. Whoa. Or is it the defence below five? No. Defence is 5.5. 5. 5, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. But I've got Antonio, so how can I aim for... Yeah, true. Tierney is 5.2, yeah. Okay, I'm going to go I was Veltman. looking for those players for my wild card. I know them. <laughs> I'm going for Veltman because... Okay. I So just to clarify it to everyone, we feel that Dunk is probably the best option, um, but Rob's betting that Veltman doesn't play as a centre-back in a back three. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he went for a back, um, four at the back. And maybe Percy, or potentially playing, if he did play with a back three, someone like Percy Tau or someone like that would come in. Um, Veltman, yeah, I don't know. I think Veltman will play. Can you imagine after after all this conversation? Yeah. I think you should bet that Dunk is going to score twice. <laughs> because we didn't get him in our teams. We didn't get him in our battles. Yeah. So Dunk guys, is the obvious choice, guys. Go by Dunk. <laughs> Please don't mess around with what we're, we're faffing around with. Just go by Dunk. If you want to buy a defender for this game week and this game week alone, that's sorted for that. Good. So <laughs> battles are sorted as well. Uh, I'm planning on wildcarding in game week 31. Yeah. Of course, there are more things that we're expecting to, more news to uh, be announced mm-hmm. that will help. Uh, not, not many. There are a couple of fixtures. I think three or four fixtures that are mm-hmm. still on on hold. Yeah, the and it's the thirty-three ones. Yeah, yeah. The, City have played all of theirs, uh, which is why they're a little bit ahead of everyone in the games played table. Uh, but Spurs have still got one to play, and then uh, Villa Everton are the other one to play, right? Villa Everton and the ones that need to be fitted back in. The the deal on the Spurs one is that the Spurs one could very easily fall in one of the midweeks where they officially have a blank game week. So they end up having not a blank game week in effect because they'll play on the Wednesday before or the game or the uh, Wednesday after they play the, um, the uh, final, uh, the Carabao cup. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Whereas uh, Everton Villa does need to go somewhere, but effectively it can go anywhere. They don't really mind. Um, And yeah, I think I'm pretty sure. That City are... Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right because I couldn't find it for some reason and then forgot that they played it already. Yeah. Uh, good. So, yeah, that's that's my plan for 31. And um, therefore, I mean, this justifies those those moves that we're making now. Yeah. Because we're only looking ahead for game week 30. Yeah. After that, we'll just tear our teams into pieces. <laughs> create something new and resurrect like a phoenix (laughs) (laughs) so from from my point of view i was thinking so i I was definitely on the wildcard 31 bandwagon but looking at it again villa a a team that i wanted to have i have a keeper from and a striker from and i wanted to have a triple up on villa for this game week but that's not the case anymore um and they play fulham in game week 30 which a couple of game weeks ago looks like a brilliant fix, but now it doesn't look so brilliant. And I'm not sure Villa are going to smash Fulham. So 
they then play Liverpool and Man City afterwards. So that was one of the ones where you wanted to hold them and then jump off them with a wild card. Um, Arsenal play Liverpool in 30, and then they've got a good run from then on in. So a wild card in 30 would slightly upset that a little bit. Other than that, there's not really a massive amount of problems. Leeds... It's Leeds. Chelsea that would help a lot. Exactly. So having you them from 13, in 30. Because you would have against West Brom. Yeah. Get West Brom. That is true. That you can is also true. get in... Um, you They've know, got a fantastic run, Chelsea. You can get rid of some of the Spurs assets. I oh, know you can't because got, they've got Newcastle. But they've got Man United in game week 31 wildcard. But you could also just have Harry Kane hold Harry Kane through the rest of the season anyway. And then maybe one other and then transfer those out in 31, 32 respectively. And the rest of Wolves them... has a really good run starting yeah. from 30. They play West Ham and then it's Fulham, Sheffield United, Burnley, West Brom, Brighton, which is phenomenal. I mean, yeah. Neto is going to go crazy. Yeah, exactly. His numbers. <laughs> So there, so there was a big. Yeah, barrier. I think that the, the two reasons, the two reasons would be Arsenal. No, Arsenal is playing Liverpool. Sorry, it's uh, Chelsea and possibly Wolves. If you would add West Ham, no, I don't think it's that great. Yeah, uh, Leicester have City have thirty City, City. and thirty. So yeah, they, it's a bit fairly good run because they've got a yeah they've got a good run. Yeah, so I think pro- apart from Chelsea, there's no reason to. Wildcard in 30. Man United got Brighton Hove Albion. Opinion. You know, and then Tottenham. So it doesn't make a huge difference. You've got Man United. Oh, you haven't got Man United. So exactly, exactly. So I could get <laughs> one in for the, you know, and then have one ready to bench in 31. It's just yeah. So I it's a slight change. I do want to have two Leeds players, but making sure you only have two. And actually, the benefit of having it during an international, the wildcard during an international break means you can slightly benefit from price changes, but that's a real, like, myth, really. The price changes have two weeks to change, but equally, they don't go up by... uh, They go up a lot slower because a lot less people are making lots of transfers. So... um, Depends. Because they might buy players who don't play. Exactly. they did with Ineacho. Exactly. (laughs) So yeah, I think I will definitely definitely wildcarding 31, but could potentially wildcard earlier. Latest yeah. 31, but I feel like I'm gonna push it earlier just because then I give you just a bit different wonderful podcast listeners something a bit different on the pod so that it's not just me and Yanis chatting about <laughs> how we're we doing will exactly have the same things. thing. Indeed. We will have different things. Got two um, things coming up for you. Shall we do you want to announce it now? Go for it. I've told the people that Go I've ahead. asked. So uh, we had our um, uh, Meet the Players uh, session a couple of weeks ago now, maybe a couple of months ago now. A couple of months ago, I would say. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. And then th- this international break, I'll get my words out. This international break, we'll have... Um, two sets of meet the fan meet the players again so we're going to have dan and niels coming on and who else adam and lefteris yes so they they're not on. booked yet but we, it's not announced for uh, adam and Lefteris. we haven't uh, hey, my we haven't book. asked them yet <laughs> i put my yes, i put yeah. my side <laughs> so yanis this is yanis's way of asking you adam and lefteris if you're listening to this please uh <laughs> please reply to yanis with uh, rsvp and and we also have some stats that I'm preparing. Oh, wicked. The deadline is 
6.30 this game week on Friday. So Friday the 19th, 6.30, make sure you've got everything sorted by then. Uh, Leeds play Fulham at nine o'clock that evening. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Stay safe, guys. Enjoy your returns and stay tuned. Bye. Goodbye. Radio.